nerd-friendly, geek-approved, The Riley and Kimmy Show. Hello, nurses. This is Wacko from Animaniacs, and you're listening to The Riley and Kimmy Show. You know why? Because you're smart. See you later. And welcome to The Riley and Kimmy Show, episode 496, getting so close to that big 500. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is the troublemaker. Kimmy, I got one name. Or I should say the activities director of the Riley and Kimmy show. Kimmy, what kind of plans do you have for the big 500 episode? Oh, well, it's a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. A surprise. I kind of like that. That's that's good. Yeah. That's good. Let's see if I do my math right. Five. Wow. We'll be at the uh, Spooky Empire Mayhem convention for episode 500 if my math is right. Is that Ooh. correct? Uh, you're the smart one here. Is that correct? I don't know. We're at 496. 500 yeah okay kimmy's with us and she has a surprise and i'll be i i'm surprised you have a big surprise that's cool i'll Uh, be surprised too oh that's great well i can't wait for episode 500 on 496 we got a lot of nerd stuff to talk about including where the riley and kimmy show will be out and about at and also a danger to every life form on planet earth yeah it's a positive thing it's a actually a public service announcement from the riley and kimmy show so get ready to duck and cover but first we have to do review time this is the part where i'm supposed to do the whole intro thingy barry allen fastest man alive but you know all that already that's right you do he is the fastest man alive well sort of the way the tv shows right now uh, technically the reverse flash is the fastest man alive but not in the future we know that is not the case now i'm going to ask kimmy what did you think of the Flash. It's not the season finale. It's, I think, one or two episodes before the season finale. What did you think of the episode? Oh, it wasn't the season finale? No, it was not. Oh, okay. Well, we saw 98% of it. I saw it all. You did? Yes, I did, because you watched it delayed. You watched it on DVR. I, oh. watched, it. I watched the entire so, thing. So, why didn't you fill me in on the rest of it? Why would I? I can't. I'm not going to be a spoiler. You're going to wait till it comes back and recycles. What did you think of all 98% of it that you saw? That was pretty good. They had a lot of good characters in it. I, I really like Captain Cold. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I would like to meet him. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, I like him. I even want his action figure when it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his I do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everything was fine. Uh, how'd you like uh, Stephen Amell's appearance? Meh. Uh, didn't do anything for you. It's actually a hook to get you into the Arrow season finale, which is coming up. Mm. There's kind of a tie to that and by the way that person they were combating gets caught at the end really yeah the arrow downs him oh arrow's the one that downs him technically Ooh. he takes him out i don't okay. mean dead but okay you know out of commission for a little bit okay so that is what you missed of the two percent okay so there kimmy's up to speed now you, so you, you you think it's okay right mm-hmm. kimmy has to get up to speed with uh marvel's agents of shield She's fallen way behind, and that season finale did air. We have recaps of both those shows, The Flash and what we just mentioned, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Also, Easter eggs right there. I don't think Kimmy caught the Easter eggs, especially in uh, The Flash, but there were, and matter of fact, a quite, at least a couple that showed strongly Easter eggs that were you know really present of the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. And I pointed those out to you. Yes, right? you As did. Happened. So if you want to run down that uh, Easter egg list, go right to our website, which is... RileyandKimmy.com Caution! Caution! There is danger! That's right, Kimmy. There is danger on the way. Now, 
If this show is still around in another 48 hours, it means we have passed the danger. Yes. Yes, it does. Do you know what danger that is? Uh, a meteor? Well, not quite. You're, you're A comet. Well, you're kind of close. A colossal asteroid is hurtling through space, feared to be one of the biggest ever to threaten to collide with Earth. That's scary. That's right. The gigantic rock thought to measure almost a mile across will brush close, closer than previous monsters that have uh, basically sparked a little bit of global concern. Although, I haven't seen it in any mainstream sources. Mm-mm, but it neither. is on science sources. Okay. I mean, we're not talking kook sources. We're talking actual legitimate science sources. All right. You know? But uh, did you catch out on any news? No. No, nobody's talking about that. Well, worried astronomers warned that 1999 FN53, that's what this thing is called. Catchy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, You got a catchy title. Which is an eighth of the size of Mount Everest. Okay. That's kind of big. Will skim the Earth on May 14th. A collision would be nothing short of catastrophic, triggering mass destruction, earthquakes, and global extinction. Now, the monster is more than 10 times bigger than other meteorites currently visible on NASA's near-Earth object radar. Did you get that? Uh-huh. Quite a bit bigger. 10 yeah. times bigger. Wow. It is also double the size of a gargantuan 2014 YB-35, which had astronomers kind of freaked out back last March, you might remember. Mm-hmm. Experts warned that a collision would trigger an explosion similar to millions of megatons of TNT and would be capable of killing... 1.5 billion people. Mm. Now, it would be far more destructive than the 1908 Russian event, which saw a 50-meter lump of extraterrestrial rock crash into Siberia. That rock, that impact, flattened around 80 million trees and sent a shock wave across Russia measuring at least five on the Richter scale. Wow. It was a big one. Now, the asteroid is currently hurtling around the Earth 50 times faster than a jumbo jet and double the speed of a space rocket, just to give you an idea. Okay. But it should miss us. Should? It should miss us. That's the key. It should miss us by several million miles, although, um, although astronomers fear a slight deviation from its orbit might put it right heading to a collision course. If it would strike the sea, it would cause a plume of halogen gases that would go right into the stratosphere, destroying the ozone layer. This, in turn, would allow unrestricted sunlight to hit the Earth, and the sky would heat up, becoming strong enough to burn vegetation. It would also put a lot of water into the stratosphere, with the effect ultimately leading to mass extinction. Well, that's a happy thought. Yes, it is. It is a happy thought. So we could be all doomed. We could be, Kimmy. You are uh, 100% right. I mean, we could be. Our universe is doomed! Doomed! But if we make it beyond May 14th, we're all right. But if we don't make it to May 14th... We are doomed. Quiet yourself. That's right. So if you're listening to this show on May 15th, that means we're all right. All the, right. The, the rock missed us. You know what this kind of reminds me of is an old uh, science fiction movie called When Worlds Collide. When Worlds Collide. Written in the stars is a message of doom for this, our world. And now in the most shattering experience the screen has ever given you, 
Paramount tells what could happen within your lifetime when worlds collide. An astronomer checks and double-checks his horrifying discovery. A distant star racing through space toward an inevitable collision with this planet. The United Nations meet in emergency session. All conflicts pale before this threat from another world. If you wait until the danger is visible to the naked eye, it will be too late to escape. High on a mountaintop, an army of scientists work desperately to build this giant rocket, this modern Noah's Ark, to carry a few picked survivors of our doomed civilization to a new life on another world, reaching the heights of self-sacrifice, the depths of the animal lust for survival as they fight to be among the few who can be saved. Let's take the ship away from them! Come on! Fighting among themselves, fighting against time, as doomsday is upon them. I think all you scientists are crackpots. Nothing is going to happen. When worlds collide, you'll see the most amazing, awe-inspiring scenes ever put on film. The forces of nature unleashed in all their terrifying force. Tremendous tidal waves smashing New York City. The molten fires from the bowels of the earth gushing out to consume our world. When Worlds Collide, a movie from the 1950s, which kind of amazing. It's actually based on a novel back in the 1930s, Kimmy, and it's kind of accurate when you think about it, when you hear the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it was ahead of its time, I think, uh, theatrical-wise. And I don't know, did you ever see that one as a kid? Mm Mm-mm. I'm surprised. I thought WGN might have ran that, like, on their Sunday thing from time to time. I think they did. So you just didn't watch it. You you know, you were too scared or something, right? Sheltered, that is. Well, I loved that movie. Uh, it actually scared the living daylights out of me because I did understand <laughs> what it kind of meant. Okay. Uh, so it was like, wow. And living out where I did, out in the middle of uh, the prairie, and having a, you know, an un, uh, uh, you know, the, the sky was clear, I, well, as long as it was clear skies, but I mean, I could see unobstructed, uh, you know, a great horizon and saw, you know, meteorites or meteors going across and stuff from time to time and it kind of made you when you saw after you saw that movie kind of think oh oh. Mm. so anyhow uh hope we're around for episode 498 i think that would be the one we're at 496 right now yeah i don't want to miss spooky that's right spooky empire just around the corner which uh the riley and kimmy show will be at and by the way if we are okay and we've missed that big rock there's going to be a convention just around the corner. I'm starting my own convention. There is no need to do that. The Riley and Kimmy Show has been invited to the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, and it's happening Sunday, June 7th, just around the corner. That's pending the Big Rock. Okay. Right. Now, it's at a larger venue. The convention will be held at the Embry-Riddle ICI Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. The show starts at 10 in the morning, runs till 5 in the afternoon. Admission is just $5 for adults. And for those kids 12 and under, it is what, Kimmy? Free. That's right. And a good thing about this event, random door prizes given away all day long. Yay. Yeah, that's right. Over 80 vendors selling comic books, toys, magazines, trade paperbacks, vinyl records, collectibles, and so much more. A lot of things going on. And and a costume contest, correct? Oh, you got it, Kimmy. $300 in prizes for those who uh, don a mask, put on makeup, uh, you know, uh, get in their fur suit, or use a paper bag with eye holes cut out. Okay. 
there's a chance, $300. So be sure to spread that with your friends. All happening at the Daytona Beach Comic Convention. And another thing going on there is uh, some members, cast members of The Walking Dead will be there, Kimmy. You can meet uh, Chris Harrelson, Stephen Vining, and Tim Proctor, and other celebrities as well. I think there's a total of like 15 that will be there. Wow. And artists as well, very talented individuals with a prints for sale. They'll be sketching, and some will be doing commissions as well. Great. Yeah, it's a lot of fun when you yes. actually think about it. Mm-hmm. And that's all happening at the Daytona Beach Comic Book Convention, Sunday, June 7th, at a larger venue. Over here is my comic book collection. Feel free to browse. There's a box of disposable reading gloves on the nightstand. Yes, Kimmy, comic books are what we're going to talk about right now. And what culture has a list of some things that have changed or are about to change in the world of DC Comics. Now, the way that the editorial team keeps shaking things up, you think the DC Universe was a snow globe or something like that. Not four years after they totally rebooted the entire line of books and characters with a new 52 initiative, the publisher has returned to many of its classic stories and status quos with the current Convergence Summer crossover. And there are big changes coming after that. Now, they are still in the process of happening because it's a few weeks until Convergence is done, meaning there's still time to get caught up with what awaits for the likes of Superman, Green Arrow, and others, including Batman, Doomsday, and Section 8. All this happening very soon. Now, we have... 10 of those things that are going to happen that you need to know. But we're just going to focus on one right here. If you want them all, go right to our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. And one of the changes revolves a certain character that you do see on television from time to time. I know Barry's the Flash and Oliver's the Arrow. How do you know that? Because I'm the Black Canary. That's right. Some changes coming to the Black Canary in the comic book world. Now, according to What Culture, having brought a much-needed and much-praised revamp to Batgirl with co-writer Cameron Stewart and artist Babs Tarr, Brendan Fletcher is applying the same golden touch to her pal Black Canary. Now, spinning out of Batgirl, where the character has retooled herself as a punk singer by day and vigilante by night. I'm not making this crap up, okay? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Now, Gotham City is expanding. Batgirl introduced Burnside, the city's equivalent to a hipstery Brooklyn district far away from the gothic architecture and, you know, somber crime-ridden streets of Batman's world. Now, Black Canary takes that a step further with the shadows swapped for neon pink and guitar solos. Quote, she's on the road with this band and trouble is following her. All she wants to do is fulfill this contract and have a good time with these people that she's getting to know. But there is trouble, and she has to kick butt, unquote, from Mm. DC Comics. That is the uh, retool of Black Canary that we can expect coming out after Convergence. That's what's in store for us. And we have the rest, Superman, Batman, some of them we've talked about before here on the uh, Riley and Kimmy show. But they have a, a sneak peek, 10 of them we have, and you can find that right on our website, which is what, Kimmy? RileyandKimmy.com This is a job for Superman. Up, up, and away! Now, Kimmy, the day this show is uploaded is what day? It's a Wednesday, and that is known as... New Comic Book Day. That's right, at comic book stores across the United States, and we suggest you head to your favorite comic book store. If you don't have a favorite, go right to our website, RileyandKimmy.com, and use the comic book shop locator and find one. And, you know, you can catch up on... Convergence, which we just talked about in DC, also Marvel material, because all of it is released. Independence, too, 
on Wednesday and new toys, new things and stuff like that. All superhero and comic book related is on Wednesday. And we thought we'd pay tribute to the big one, the one that, uh, you know, started it all in the world of superheroes. And that is Superman by going to the golden age of radio, old time radio, OTR, as it's called to those hobbyists and play an episode of The Adventures of Superman. Now, we're going to go back to March 25th, 1940, Kimmy, with this episode called Million Dollar Ransom. And one of my favorite voiceover talents of all time does the voice of Superman and Clark Kent. That is Bud Collier. And he does them both without any trickery because there's no digital trickery back then at all. He does it live on the fly. And by the way, if you love the golden age of radio like we're playing here, The Adventures of Superman and some other shows that we do from time to time, please check out one of the friends to the Riley and Kimmy show. It's called WGN Radio with host Carl Amari. And Carl Amari has over 100,000 classic radio shows in his library. Matter of fact, he has collections available for sale, CDs, etc., uh, all at his website. We have links right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Right now, going back to March 25th, 1940, here's The Adventures of Superman and the episode Million Dollar Ransom. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! And now, Superman. When we last saw him... Superman, as Clark Kent, stood amazed in the office of the city commissioner of Dyerville with Lois Lane as the radio blared the threat of the yellow mask. Unless the sum of one million dollars was paid within 36 hours, Dyerville would be wiped into oblivion. As our story continues, 24 of the precious 36 hours have already passed. Once again, Kent and Lois Lane are in the office of the commissioner while a dark cloud hangs ever lower over the city's heart. Listen. What's that? Half past twelve? Half past twelve. Don't keep thinking of the time, Commissioner. Confounded, Kent. What else can I think of? You say yourself this fellow, this yellow mask, means what he says. Yes, I'm afraid that's true enough. Uh Commissioner, suppose you were going to destroy Dyerville. How would you do it? Kent, you're out of your mind. No, I see what he means, Commissioner. Is there any way you can think of any sudden disaster that would destroy the city at once? Why, fire, I imagine, or flood. Flood? Yeah. You mean a flood from the river? No, not exactly. Flood from the hills. Flood from the hills? How do you mean? Well, here, look here. Take a look at this map on the wall. It shows Dyerville and its suburbs. Ah, Right up in the fold of the hills. Yes, that's it, Kent. Right under the mountains. And you see that black line just above? Uh What's that? Well, that's the Harley Dam. With the lake up above. Say, come to think of it, if I were bent on wiping Dyerville off the map, I'd blow out the Harley Dam, if I could. Commissioner, if the dam did go out, what would happen? The end of the world, Kent, so far as Dyerville's concerned. There's a lake behind it that's ten miles long. Billions of gallons of water. And it would all come down on Dyerville? Every drop of it. And wipe out the town? It could actually do that? Yes, it could. Excuse me. City Commissioner's office... This is your friend, the Yellow Mask, Commissioner. The Yellow Mask? Kent, the mask again. I'm calling to remind you that you have only 24 hours to go. 24 hours before every man, woman, and child in Dyersville will drown like a rat. Unless I get one million dollars in cash. Tell your committee that. Goodbye. Oh, wait. 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 By heavens, I've got something to go on now. 
I'll have that call traced. Save yourself the trouble, Commissioner. What? You won't find anything. We've dealt with the yellow mask before. Yes, but but where was he? What did he mean? I don't know where he was, but it's plain enough what he meant. I heard what he said about drowning every man, woman, and child like a rat. He means to destroy the dam. The dam? Commissioner. Yes? We've got till midnight. Now, I've met the mask before and didn't come off second best. This isn't the time for boasting, Mr. Kent. I'm sorry, Miss Lane. Call it confidence if you like. And don't stop to split hairs. What are you going to do? You stay here, Commissioner, in case the mask sends in another message. And meanwhile, Miss Lane and I will have a look at that dam. Oh, yes, and, and put in a call to the police and the National Guard. Have every available man on duty from now till midnight. Come along, Miss Lane. Well, keep in touch with me by phone, Kent. And lots of luck. We'll need it, Commissioner. So long. Borrowing a car, Kent and Lois Lane start at once on the lonely mountain drive to the top of the Harley Dam. And meanwhile, safe in his secret hideout near the dam, the yellow mask gives quick instructions to his henchman, Kino. Are you there, Kino? Come inside. Okay, boss. What's doing? There'll be a lot doing, Kino, quite a lot. Promptly at midnight, we destroy 30,000 people. Within the next half hour, we destroy two. Which two? That news reporter, Clark Kent, and his friend, Miss Lois Lane. Uh, Where are they? I have been informed they are driving toward the dam in a car. You will meet that car, Kino, and carry on from there. Well, how do I stop them, boss? Very simply. Look here. You see that dynamo in the corner? Yeah. I will start it going. I know how it runs. But you don't know how it stops, Kino, except in the usual way. But now, see here. Hey, uh, what's that little box? A very useful invention, Kino. One of my own. Hardly bigger than a camera. But I point it at the dynamo. Watch carefully, Kino. And press this button. Hey, the dynamo, it stopped. Naturally. Anyone can do it. Even you, Kino, with my little box. Uh, How's it work? Never mind that, Kino. The point is that it does work and that you can work it. Do you know the abandoned cabin where the road makes a right-angle turn? Oh, yeah, sure. Good. You will go there and be ready when Mr. Clark Kent comes by in his car. Uh, What do I do, boss? Hide inside the cabin. When you see the car approaching, point the box through the window directly across the road. And what'll happen? The car will stop instantly, Kino. No fooling. Uh, Why? Ignition trouble, Kino. The engine will stop running. And if you do your part thereafter, so will Mr. Kent. Okay, boss. I guess I catch on. That's all. Now go. Don't make any mistakes, either. I'm counting on you. And do you mind telling me, Mr. Kent, just what you propose to do when we get to the dam? Oh, just look around, Miss Lane. See what we can see. Do you think you'll be likely to see anything that's escaped the police? Oh, I might. Surprises do happen. Hey, here's a crossroad or a turn or something. Wonder which way we go now. Oh, don't you know the way? Well, that fellow at the garage didn't say anything about a crossroad. Well, why don't you stop and ask? Maybe there's somebody in that old cabin over there. Uh, doesn't look like it. Oh, we're all right. There's a sign. Harley Dam, turn right. What's the matter? That's funny. The motor stopped dead just like that. I'm not blind, Mr. Kent, nor deaf. I can see it stopped. You think if you brought your mind to bear, you could find out why? Can't be we're out of gas. I filled up before we left. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Bring my mind to bear. Just sit where you are while I do it. Maybe there's something wrong with the wiring. I'll take a look. Mr. Kent, 
Look out! Okay, boys, let him have it. Hey, what's the big idea? What are you doing? Hey, come on, folks. You got a date with the yellow mask. Come on, Ed. Come on, come on, Lotus. Yellow mask wants to see you. Overpowered, Kent and Lois Lane are dragged away from the car and carried into the abandoned cabin by the side of the road. Kent, realizing at once from Kino's words that the mask is behind the attack, pretends weakness in the desperate hope of learning the mask's plans. Tossed in a room by himself, tied hand and foot, he watches with interest as Kino enters and arranges a mechanism on the floor with wires. What are you doing there? And what have you done with Miss Lane? Uh, Miss Lane? Oh, she's okay, pal. Right in the next room. Kind of restless, ain't she? Well, that won't last long. Not more than five minutes after I get this fixed. What are you doing with that battery? Well, what do you think? I'm fixing up a nice little one-way ticket to dreamland for you and the gal both. There. Now, I reckon she's set. What is that thing? Don't worry, pal. You'll find out. You're not figuring by any chance on blowing us up, are you? Smart guy catches right on. That's murder, Kino. Only if they catch you. I'd think twice if I were you. So it's lucky you ain't me. Well, so long, pal. Me and the rest of the boys have a date up above near the dam, and we gotta keep it. So long, and pleasant dreams. Ah, the devils. Planning to blow us up. Well, there are several ways of playing that game, my friend. Stand it. Gotta get going. I don't see any reason for just lying here and watching that bomb go off. Here's where Clark Kent takes time out. It's Superman's turn. I'll just snap these ropes and take that battery thing apart. Ah. Now I think it's time to leave. We've got a date at the dam, too, you know. I'm coming, Miss Lane. Lock the door, have they? Well, I need a little light exercise. She's fainted. That's lucky. So much the better. When she comes to, she'll never know what happened. Ah, got to pick her up and get out of here. I'd like to follow Kino to where the mask is hiding out. But I'm afraid to leave Lois here alone. It wouldn't do to take her with me. I'll go back to the dam. Up! Up! And away! Carrying the unconscious form of Lois Lane in his arms, Superman leaps into the sky and heads toward a patch of woodland near the dam where he can arrive without being seen. And meanwhile, on the dam itself, troops patrol and police keep watch. Suddenly, a car roars up and stops with a wild scream of brakes. Commissioner, Uh, we didn't expect you up here. Well, never mind that, Sergeant. Quick, have you found anything? No, sir, not a thing. Has there been a reporter up here, a fellow named Kent? Kent? Yeah. Uh, No, sir, nobody by that name. Oh, here he comes now, and the girl with him. Oh, Kent! Kent! Coming, Commissioner. Well, how did you get up here so fast? Uh, I followed you. Just after you left my office, I got a message. But, great heavens, what's the matter with Miss Lane? Uh, I'm all right. I don't remember. Oh, we, uh... We had a little accident driving up. Accident? Nothing serious, though, Commissioner. Well, is she hurt? Oh, no, no. Miss Lane will be all right. Tell me now, you, you say you got a message? Yeah, come out here, Kent. Out on top of the dam, where we won't be overheard. All right. Oh, uh, you come too, Miss Lane. Commissioner. Yes? What is it? Another message from the mask? Now, wait a minute. I'll show it to you. What the... What? What's oh, the dam! What's happening? Kent, Kent, do you hear that? Do you feel it? It's the dam. Yes. It's beginning to shake. Get out of here. Run for the shore. Quick. Come on. Get out of here. 
Sudden crisis at the Harley Dam. What is the meaning of the ominous rumbling, and has it anything to do with the mysterious message the commissioner got? The message that brought him racing to the dam? Tune in next time and follow the story. And remember, be sure to tune in the next thrilling installment of the amazing transcription feature, Superman! Up in the sky! Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman! <laughs> 